Welcome back to the Company of One podcast. This is Dale Callahan and I am your host. Today we are talking about opportunity. Yeah, we're talking about opportunity in the midst of a crisis. So the way we always hear that is turning lemons into lemonade, taking something that's sour and ugly and tastes bad, or taking something that uh, that doesn't look and feel good at the time and making something awesome out of it. Now, we're not trying to belittle the crisis that we're in right now. We're currently going through a COVID-19 coronavirus crisis. But I know people listen to podcasts at all different times. Somebody told me today that he's gone back and listened to every one of my podcasts, which scares me to death. But he's also listening to something from a year or two ago. So uh, you, when we record podcasts, we keep that in mind. That yes, as you're listening to this, we may not be talking about coronavirus, but you know what? There's some crisis that's going on. I can pretty much guarantee you that. So I want to talk about mindset, though, is for everything that goes on, whether it's a personal crisis, it's something going on inside of your business or your company, uh, it's a challenge that you are having that's close to the family or in something in your state, country, around the world, like the one that's going on now. Every crisis, while it brings challenges, it brings tremendous opportunity. And in this one, I'm, over, I'm looking beyond the health issues. I'm looking beyond some of the temporary financial issues, which are, by the way, temporary. Um, and I'm looking at what is going to happen and what can you do with it? What can I do with it right now? So let's talk about money. So now since I have to jump in to, uh, to another group here, I'm shortening this podcast today, I hope, because uh, I'm jumping between two different groups uh, as I'm recording this. So the first thing I want to get clear in our heads is this Making money is not about taking advantage of people. All right, so I want to be clear because somebody's going to scream out to me and say, oh, people are starving and people are hungry and people are having really life issues and we're going to go take advantage of them. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Money is not always the issue. We assume that. It's really weird in nations, most of you listening to this podcast are living in pretty wealthy nations. And for some weird reason, we assume money is the first thing we think about. It's not the, it's probably not the first thing you think about. Right now, when I talk to people, the first thing they think about is freedom. And the second thing in crisis mode they think about is things that they're panicked and freaked out about. Uh, for many people right now, they're panicked and freaked out about how do you work from home? How do you deal with children that are away from school that I'm used to? How do I get to the grocery store and get things that, that they're maybe sold out of? And just how do I go about everyday normal life? But for most of us, money is not the issue. Now, there's some concerns out there, maybe, uh, but for most of us, what's got us nuts? If you watch all the memes going across Facebook uh, in, the, in the virus situation, what's got us nuts is the disruption of normal life, that the routine that we're used to, and that's causing us major issues. Uh, and many headaches and frustrations, and because of that, exhaustion. 
And, uh, and so we will spend money. I'll, I'll speak to me personally and probably to you. If I can make some of my challenges go away, money is not an issue, right? That's how we usually feel. Think about the thing that bugs you the most. Think about the thing that's the most inconvenient to you. Think about the thing that causes you the most pain. I'm using that word not in a physical sense necessarily, but maybe. We will pay any amount of money to make that go away. Money is not the issue. So I want to think about that. Um, so, And I also want to think about, um, yeah, let's put it in terms of pain. A medical doctor. If you go to a medical doctor because you've hurt, you've had an injury, your bone is broken and it hurts, and you need them to fix it, to set it, whatever magic they do to it, you are in pain, you will pay money to make the pain go away, right? Now, the doctor is going to charge you, as you well know. However, because that doctor has charged me and you and a bunch of other people and they have money coming in, they now have the opportunity to provide mercy and grace and financial relief to a patient that cannot pay them. They, they have their skills and their expertise, and because there's some money flowing in one side, they can provide mercy and grace to another. That is the same for you, is in business, as a business owner, and you are a business owner, whether you like it or not, we won't get into that tonight, but if you're making money from flowing anywhere, from doing anything, by definition, you're a business owner. If you're doing that, then you have ability to serve some people for money because they're happy to pay you for it. And then you have the other people, the opportunity to serve people with mercy, with goods, uh, because you just have the ability because somebody else is helping you pay your bills. So money is not the issue. And I just want to put that on the table first thing because a lot of a lot of people will scream at me and say, you know, you're being greedy and all those kind of things. And I'll say, I don't care. But well, the point, it's just not the point. So Number two, so, so once we get that out of the way, let's think about some of the unique opportunities going on in a crisis situation. I'm going to use the virus as I look around what's going on around the world, what's going on inside of your community, what kind of opportunities are there for you to make money right now? What kind of challenges are you seeing right now? For those of you that are watching on the Facebook group, I would love for to hear, hear whatever you have to say. I would love for you to email me. You can email me at delladdellcallahan.com because we're going to hit a few, but I'm only going to hit a few because I haven't even thought of all of them, right? There are so many opportunities, so many kinds of crazy things going on uh, that's, that's going to hit people. So let me just throw out some babysitting services. So I'm sitting there talking to uh, people on video calls that uh, I'm normally, because most of my life in terms of the people I serve, I'm on video, I'm teleconferencing, teleteaching all the time. So not a lot has changed for me, but some of the people I work with that I'm video conferencing with them, they have children crawling over them during the day now that they didn't have before. And uh, one of the gals told me, she said, I've hired a babysitter not to come take care of the kids because I'm, um, I'm going somewhere, but hiring a babysitter so I can do work right here in my office at the house. And that struggle 
is huge for a lot of people. So there's this huge opportunity for somebody to take the kids and do something with them. They're out of school. They're insane. So the other is pet care that has some other unique situations because you're at home and people that are doing things at home, maybe they're sick, maybe they're not feeling well. Um, so one of the big ones has come up. So as I'm meeting, so for many of you know, I am associate dean with the School of Engineering at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. We are talking about our tutoring services. Engineers need lots of tutoring, or some of them do. Um, and our tutoring services are kind of going to be offline and maybe for a while. So tutoring, right now, tutoring is huge. You have all these parents at home with their kids, not knowing what the heck to do with them. You have all these college students where their tutoring centers are now closed down or online or unavailable. Tutoring anything. Uh, so I know somebody who does tutoring for uh, second grade, that's her full-time job, and I see people tutoring for, you know, the uh, advanced college type stuff. Anywhere in between, tutoring is absolutely a huge market for you to just jump into now. Uh, helping those with healthcare needs. Think about what's going on right now. Again, this is one of those situations that maybe you have to decide on grace, but think about people who don't need to be out. In the virus situation, they're recommending you not to go to the store like I go to the store to buy things when I'm out of it, right? So even right now, the store's a little weird, things are a little weird, but I'm still going to the store, and uh, you may be too, but if you are diabetic or have some kind of health issue, uh, you probably don't want to go to the store, and hopefully friends and family can cover that for you. But you know what? Somebody can do that for money. because Just because you're diabetic or you have a health issue doesn't mean you don't pay. Some of the stores to, that do deliver, some of the delivery services, are now at capacity. So for some of you to deliver stuff, to run errands for people, to do food deliveries. And I know all these restaurants are doing this and all this kind of stuff is out there, but man, what an opportunity. And all of these things I've just said, these are, these are small little things going on here, but all of these things I've just said, it's a matter of just putting your name out there and putting a price to it. Jumping on Facebook, jumping on the different groups you're on and say, hey, this is what I'm doing for these zip codes or for these areas or for these subjects I want to tutor. And you'd be shocked how much business you can get very, very quickly. I know because I have friends in the non-crisis situation that have started businesses that way. So... All of these kind of things that you can just do. And remember, the key to making money flow is serving somebody. The only reason money flows is serving somebody, unless you hold a gun to them, but that's illegal. We won't get to that. Let's say we're talking legal. When you serve someone, usually they pay thank yous with dollar bills. So let me jump into some other opportunities that are showing up, showing people how to use tools like Zoom, etc. Zoom, the video conferencing tool, which by the way, its stock is going through the roof, but it's the video conferencing tool that uh, I tend to live on. Uh, it's a great tool, um, but a lot of people don't know how to do it, and now they're being told, go home and work from home using Zoom. It's funny, me watching all the professionals I work with that are awkward on this tool that we use, that uh, those of us that have been teaching online live in this tool. It's kind of funny watching it but they're moving up to things. So right, we know there's an art teacher, for instance, that teaches my kids, uh, my younger kids, art. And she had to cancel her class 
because for obvious reasons, you don't want a bunch of kids in the room. And so she had the opportunity just teach it over Zoom or some video. She could teach it on Facebook Live, right? Teach the, the art over that, but she didn't know how. So uh, I have another friend that's helping people set up Zoom services or set up video conferencing services and showing them how to use the things. She's teaching them. Uh, and most of these are corporate people she's teaching. And so her business, she's been doing this for years, but her, her business is blown up. There's not enough for her to go around. Setting up homes. How many people are being asked to send all their work home, set up an office, a studio, and they don't know how. They don't know how to set up their computer. The word VPN, virtual private network, is showing up in a lot of people's vocabulary. They've never heard of that, don't know anything about that. And it's not a massive amount of computer skill just to sit down and help somebody set things up. Or if you don't want to go into their home, get on a video chat with them and walk them through it and then charge them for the service. People pay hundreds of dollars for that in normal times just to help you get set up because that's their livelihood. And their companies are doing that. And the companies are trying to provide support, but they just, there's, they're at capacity. Uh, so we have a lot of people on our teams that are figuring it out on their own and hiring people to do this stuff. Assembling things. How much, how many things are coming to your door now that, uh, you know, we're ordering everything uh, from Amazon, Walmart, any, anybody else under the sun. Um, and they're coming to our door now in boxes with some assembly. And again, some of these are required for me to continue doing my work. I just ordered a home gym equipment, right? Because the gym that I go to has closed down, probably like many pe other people's gym has closed down. And so, you know, I'm thinking, well, just buy it. Uh, and then you've got it all here. And uh, so if I didn't like putting that stuff together or didn't know how to put it together, I've already spent the money, right? I'll spend money hiring people to do that. Um, so, uh, home gym setup. I am on Facebook groups. I think I'm on three different Facebook groups with these people who do weightlifting and things. And man, they're exploding. Like, how do I work out? My gyms are closing. People all over the world. And uh, they're asking all kinds of questions about what do you buy? How, you know, can you set it up? You know, because most of these people are used to going to a gym. Uh, but they don't really know how to set it up. I was talking to a friend of mine that's down in Orlando that's kind of this, he's one of these gym guru guys, and he was seeing an opportunity there because uh, he sees that people don't know how to get their home set up to be a place for fitness. Fitness coaching over the web. Many people that are used to going and having Johnny yell at me at the gym, right, and paying him for it, somebody can yell at you over Facebook Live and tell you to do push-ups. Uh, sweat more, uh, or you're doing fine just because you're sweating and dying and you're heart, heart, having a heart attack on the floor, just get up and do some more, right? That's what they do, I think. That's been my observation. Think about just the somebody that we got 15 days to, and let's be not kid ourselves, it may be longer. In some countries, it is going to be longer. Someone just to talk to, somebody to be there. Again, a lot of people have resources, financial, but someone to engage with them uh, is going to be an issue. Uh, depression, for some people, will become an issue over this time of isolation. Elderly care. Think about the families that 
are having to travel a, a little bit to go in to help their family member that's uh, can, cannot do for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they have to go to a different city or a nearby city to do it. And now they're somewhat restricted because they're taking care of their own family in a whole different crisis mode and getting back and forth. Now they're in extra hyper need of someone to jump in there. And of course, the obvious here is working for Amazon or UPS or anybody else who delivers anything is going through the going nuts. I forget how many people Amazon said they were going to hire at this point in time. It will be nuts. So, and I'm just wanting to scratch the surface here of some opportunities that are coming up here that we haven't really considered. There's just all kinds of things that are that are just maybe these are temporary. Let's talk about some of the things that will change for good because I want to remind you that one thing different about how the normal public thinks and how entrepreneurs think, which I'm going to put you in that category, right? You're here listening to this. So either you're crazy or you're an entrepreneur. Uh, you can post which one you are in the Facebook group. That'd be fine. But you, you look at things differently. Um, so I remember sitting with a friend of mine uh, one time and we're talking about something and we're in his kitchen and his wife comes to him later after I left and she says, there's something weird about y'all. Every time everybody has a problem, you two think about a way to, to start a company doing that. And sometimes we actually did start companies doing those things. Every challenge creates opportunity. And some of the opportunities we are seeing right now are going to change things for good. So let's talk about what's going to change for good because, man, there's billions of dollars worth of opportunities out there. Forget watching the stock market. I think it's about to blow back up and it's going to be nuts because things are going to change. Crisis, a crisis can change things faster than any legislation can ever change things. Right? We can try to make things happen by government, by policy. Man, will, will a crisis change it? You're seeing that right now. But let me just tell you some things I'm thinking is about to happen. Colleges and universities who have put their courses online are about to become more aggressive online. They're going to be more creative. They're going to be buying more resources from people to help them do those kind of things, whether it's creative stuff or a video. Some of your kids who are used to doing YouTube videos in their house and they're more of an expert than the Hollywood people, right? They could help these faculty members who are doing boring videos and now they're struggling with it. Let me just tell you, we've been trying to get a lot of faculty to do online video and video uh, courses for some time and we cannot talk them into it just the time we don't have the time we don't have the resources suddenly they've got them and boy is it going to grow but going to grow online tutoring is now become it's been a staple for a while now it's going to blow up as people begin to see that we can do these things and these things are easy to do and they are accessible they're going in in a way that many people haven't seen before Man, will it create new, some new opportunities. This is destroying borders like the Internet did at one time. It took down the borders. Boy, this is taking them down again. Homeschooling. Homeschooling, many of these people that are bringing their kids home to homeschool. I was uh, being told by um, some friends today that they realized that they went through all the, the work their kids were supposed to do from school. Uh, from their public school system, and it only took them a few hours to get a whole week's worth of work done. And they're sitting there like, 
why am I sending Johnny and Susie to school all week and putting up with that stuff? I'm expecting homeschool to grow through the, through the roof. This is going to be people that are nuts, send my kids away, send them back to school. I get that. But there's going to be a lot of people that have, ne- that have always thought about exploring this. Now they are exploring it. It's going to change the game. Obviously, a lot of people in corporations that have have always wanted to work from home and the company hasn't let them because they work for the grouch, you know, some of that's about to change. Telecommuting agreements will be, uh, be doing that. People will be doing it more and more. And that's actually been growing a lot over the last 10 years anyway. But that's about to go to the all these stuffy companies. Uh, one of the ones, I won't name the name of the company, but very stuffy, very old school in the way they do things. They're, of course, they're sending all their people home when they're like freaking out about it. You know, can these people actually do something from home? Will they? You know, and so valid questions, but um, it's going to change the way they operate. Personal finance. Now, again, I'm telling you all these things. This is not just a prediction. This is about how can you take advantage of these things? Because as you watch things going on, there's opportunities to do things. Personal finance and emergency funding will become a hot topic. Dave Ramsey fans, or if you're somebody who loves that kind of stuff and you want to start teaching that kind of stuff, awesome, because now people are paying attention. Uh, I'm seeing businesses that tell me, I don't have the money, small businesses that don't have the money to pay their employees for the next two or three weeks, you know, that are that have been long-term businesses. And I'm sitting there thinking, what's wrong with you? I, what kind of business, maybe this is cruel, and if you're one of those people, I'm sorry. But no, I'm not. I'm not sorry at all. That's no way to run a business. You don't have any cash reserves. You've got to be joking. Same for people and individuals. But So people will start paying a lot more attention to not living paycheck to paycheck and figuring out how to get some reserves when they realize that might actually be a real issue on a bigger scale. Home ordering of supplies. We always, we've all been ordering Amazon and some of you have already been ordering, you know, all kinds of things, but man, does this open up a new door. I'm never going to the store again, right? I will never want to see a store again. What might this do to local stores? Now, I'm not saying in a bad way, will they be delivering everything? But I think a lot of us are now realizing They can bring everything to my front porch in a box. We knew that, but we didn't know it, right? We didn't experience it. Uh, People are going to move away from that just-in-time minimalist preppers. The number of people I've heard from that are like, we're minimalist and we don't have any of anything. And uh, now they are, are... begging for, you know, anything because they don't buy in bulk and things like that. I'm not saying you should, but maybe you'll think about it, right? It will change that mindset because that's the culture we lived in was minimalist and uh, and uh, just in time. I get the stores right down the road and I can go get it. Well, maybe it's not. I'm, uh, I'm watching also Buy American or wherever you are, if you're in another country, you're thinking about buying locally in a way that you never have before, especially with China. There's this, whether you're Chinese or whether you like it or not, uh, there's this thing about, do I trust this country to be in charge of our whole economy? Which is what I think our current, the United States administration and some other countries' administration are really struggling with. How did we get in this situation that we were so married to one country? Drive-through medicine. 
man, this is going to change the medical community. I hope for good. I, you know, we're going to be able to go to the dentist and not get in his chair and just drive through. I don't know. What is this going to do, though? I'm going to order my Chick-fil-A sandwich and go to the next window and get your shots. You know, It's going to be a different game. Can we offer medicine from drive through windows? Absolutely. We're watching it now. And we would have never thought about that before. This could change medicine. Because a lot of this, we're also, Washington in our country, the United States, is watching the, uh, the we're collapsing all these rules and regulations because we have to. And some of our people in Washington are starting to realize, I didn't know there was this many rules and regulations that stopped our doctors from doing things they should do. It's giving freedoms for doctors to practice without so many regulations. Of course, we're going to roll some of these things back, but maybe not. We're watching also the FDA approve drugs at a, at, a, at a nightmare speed because they have to. So we're going to see a lot of things change. We're going to see a growth in the teledoc industry. Now, I say, I'm just throwing things out that you probably also see, but what I want you to think about is, well, yeah, if you're not a doc, maybe that's not you. But all that needs support. There's opportunity for all of us to make money, to create new businesses. Every one of these things creates new growing industries or their existing industries that need growth. Every single one of them. But let's just put this into perspective, though. No matter how big this crisis is to you, and we're talking currently coronavirus, and there's a guy by the name of Irvin Kahn. He's a 108-year-old investor, I think, right now. In 1929, the death of the stock market, he doubled his money. He doubled his net worth in the crash. There's going to be some people doing that right now. Uh, so if you can look, I know you're freaking out. You know, we look at the stocks one and two years back, and we're like, oh, man, it's all red. Look at it five and ten years back. It's not red anymore. You know, so there's, there's always this growth. But just, it's, it's a mindset, right? And, and to me... I'm not excited about people being sick, and I'm not excited about all that. And then, yeah, there's some frustrations. But it's exciting as all daylights to look at what kind of things that we're already doing can we now do more of, and what kind of opportunities are out there to do awesome things to serve other people. Because when you serve other people, you make money. So we're going to drop that for this episode of Company of One because I'm on a timeline. I've got to jump into another meeting. And until next week, see you then.